This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Time now to talk about team futures. And we will begin with the NFC of course, the favorite to win the NFC is the 49ers at plus 175. But boy, there is a lot of Lions love. Highest ticket, Lions at 40.6%. Highest handle goes to Detroit at 43% per BetMGM Insights, which of course means the Lions are the biggest liability for the books, Joe. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to take a look this morning and see where they sit. Like we were talking yesterday about it. Okay, okay, the number two overall in DVOA and what kind of tier are we putting the Lions on? Where should they be? Where are they truly in the market? Well, the the betting market seems to be down a little bit on the Lions. And that's interesting because there's been a good amount of liability racked up. I mean, we were talking over the summer about how popular the Lions are in Michigan, a legal market. They constant they're betting Campbell, they're betting Hutchinson, defensive player, they're betting Lions division, they're betting Lions NFC, Super Bowl, everything. And if you look this morning after the Cowboys win last night, you would think that the Lions are top three in the odds, but they're not. It is Niners, your Super Bowl favorite. They're obviously the favorite for the conference at plus 175. BetMGM has the Eagles at plus 320 after their first loss. And then the Cowboys are the third favorite at plus 450. And Aaron, the Lions are the fourth favorite in the NFC. Not the Super Bowl, but in the NFC at plus 600. And then it uh big drop down to the Seahawks. I, I thought there was going to be much more Lions respect in the betting market, and they would at least crack the top three. I didn't think uh, a average win by or maybe below average performance by the Cowboys, but it was a win against the Chargers on the road last night that that was going to keep the Cowboys in the top three, but it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was looking at everything Lions this morning as well, because I think they are playing like the best team in the NFC. And now you've got the Niners who are totally banged up. The Lions are healthier and they've won their last four games by 14 or more points. They've lost one game talked about it multiple times that one went to ot they could have won that game they can push you around you got dan campbell it's just fun great coach he's into analytics but he's old school too i i just love everything about this lions team the thing with nfc is do we trust them come playoff time? I still like what you guys talked about, I believe, last week. Number one seed NFC, and that's five to one still. 
I don't know if I can trust them as much to go on a deep playoff run. I think they'll be dangerous. I think they're a team you don't want to run into, but it may be a little early for me to feel very <laughs> confident that they can win the NFC. Um, but still at six to one, I like it. Everything Lions, I mean, I, I'm shocked that you could still get this much value. I still think they're being a bit disrespected in the betting market. I think you're right, Aaron, not to mention if you look at the Lions remaining schedule uh, per NFLO, and, and certainly different rankings are going to look at this differently, but Lions have the 27th hardest or the sixth easiest schedule. And certainly it's the easiest among, you know, real title contenders as far as I'm concerned. The only teams with easier schedules, we're talking about the Falcons and the Saints and the Buccaneers. Like, these aren't teams we necessarily think can really contend for the one seed in the NFC or to win the conference and make it to the Super Bowl, but we definitely feel like the Lions have a chance. And because of that division, and there are a lot of division games remaining for Detroit, definitely it's something where they can rack up those wins, even if they're not playing well. And look, every NFL team is going to have some bad games. Like, that's just part of the nature of the league. And the Lions will have their bad games as well. It's just, can they mm -hmm. survive those bad games? and still pick up victories that way. And I feel like with the strength of schedule, the Lions are certainly able to do that. Can I play devil's advocate for a moment? No. Now, okay, if we, I'm going to do it anyways. <laughs> if we look at the last <laughs> month of games during this four-game winning streak, there, here are the opposing quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield, Bryce Young, Jordan Love, Desmond Ritter. And... We know it's going to be a soft schedule moving forward. They're already minus 550 to win the division. The path is there. They're going to win the division. That will not be in question moving forward. They're that good. Um, have they been tested? Yeah, they took down Pat Mahomes in the first game. Um, we're used to a better Pat Mahomes, especially in the first six weeks of the season. Their week two loss in overtime, so they're very close to 6-0. and In overtime was against Geno Smith. They, we're, we're, we got Lamar this week going on the road to face Lamar. Feels like that's mm. going to be that's obviously best quarterback they've faced in quite some time. And uh, week 10, they've got Justin Herbert. So I'll be looking at opposing quarterbacks moving forward because it's been an easy road so far for Detroit. They've also won on the road too. Like, I just think they've been impressive, mm -hmm. you know, winning by mm -hmm. at least double digits. They've won on the road. They just did it without their top two running backs. <sighs> yeah. I mean, the we talked about the Eagles and how they had that path last year with the easier schedule. I think the Lions have it this year. That's why I like number one seed a little bit better than just NFC. Can I throw one other NFC team out there? And certainly it should be uh, front of mind right now. But I feel like if we're talking about tiers for the NFC, certainly the 49ers and Eagles still are in that top tier. Where we put the Lions, you know, certainly is up for debate. At the same time, the Cowboys are still around. You know, they're not gone. They're still mm -hmm. there. They can still very much win the NFC East. And look, if they do and you say, well, the division had a down year or whatever, that's fine. You can say that. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I wonder, though, when it comes to the Cowboys, is it possible that they're just really bad against the 49ers, but they can find ways to win against everybody else? Granted, that defense, I felt like, took a bit of a step back, and Justin Herbert was inaccurate. Now, granted, there was that sp special team snafu in the fourth quarter that gave Herbert a short field and made the game closer than perhaps it should have been, 
Still, though, I have some real questions about offensive play calling, and especially with Leighton Vander Esch, the linebacker, being out and forcing Micah Parsons to play outside linebacker instead of defensive end. I think that moves this defense back a little bit to where Mm -hmm. Parsons isn't able to rush the quarterback as easily. Maybe you don't need to double team him, especially if a quarterback has some short throws, quick throws, things like that. So it's something where if you want to play the Cowboys, better do it now. Uh, because that defense, once it gets healthier, uh, will be a good bit more formidable. At the same time, is there a possibility that they can just find ways to string together enough wins because they don't have to play the 49ers anymore? Where it's just a bad matchup. That's just not the team. That It's not right. necessarily uh, them losing to good teams. We'll find out at Philadelphia. That's going to be an interesting test in a, in a couple weeks from now, week number nine. They've got the bye, then the Rams at home. Um, I I think the most likely way, I don't know, how I look at it is how, to define Dallas right now, it's give me them against the bad teams. I'll lay it. Mm-hmm. I'll lay the big number. Giants 40 to nothing. Jets 30 to 10. You know, New England 38 to 3. Like, they they will smash these bad teams and then to be determined on on the rest on the rest but you know it it still still can't explain that Arizona game that's that's the tough one because Arizona is is now looking like the team we all expected them to look like preseason yeah that Arizona game was perhaps one of the best days of my life Seeing that L for the Cowboys. I am curious, though, after You're the bye. You're of, Aaron. You've had plenty of good days that have nothing to do with the Cowboys. She what said one of. Here? She didn't say the best. She said one of. It's number two. I was like, yes. Oh there it is. All right. Uh, the Rams. That's going to be interesting, too. What do they do against the Rams? If they don't blow out the Rams, like, I would be worried. And their end to the schedule, like, You've got the Seahawks, the Ooh. Eagles, the Bills, the Dolphins. That is I don't rough. know. That's rough. Mm-hmm. I might have liked the Cowboys yesterday, but that might be about it. It was short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> My dream of making you a Cowboys fan uh, has been... Has been perhaps, perhaps Thanksgiving <laughs> against the Commanders, we can talk You again. know what's funny? What's funny <laughs> is That's a long she hates time them wait. so much. But she's pretty good at, at calling their spots. Like mm-hmm. maybe maybe you've got a vision with the Cowboys. So we're gonna go to you, but unfortunately we gotta wait two weeks <laughs> till they play again. Like you've been pretty right. like last night I was not expecting you to, to jump on Cowboys. You did. You tried to tell everybody about San Francisco. Maybe it's just all the years of covering the (laughs) NFC East. Like you said, I've got these weird instincts. Having lived and covered the Cowboys, you know, covered the The, Commanders. I've just seen this movie too many times. The the spidey (laughs) senses are tingly. Cowboys at home uh, a week from Sunday. So, yeah, we got to wait for a little bit. Let's talk about the AFC South here, because one of the things that I've mentioned before is I feel like or I felt like that there was value betting on both the Colts and the Texans because they were such massive numbers, because I felt like the market was telling us, hey, look, Jacksonville is just that much better than everyone else. There are a couple of offshoots to the AFC South that I think make a whole lot of sense. First of all, 
I wouldn't bet on the Colts anymore just because Anthony Richardson may be done for the rest of the year. And we might like Gardner Minshew as a backup quarterback, but a backup quarterback's not going to win this division. Yeah, it's a bad division. It's not that bad. So let's slow our roll there for a second. So I do feel like that there's still value in betting on the Texans uh, to win this division. And that's, that's fine. Here's the tricky part though. The Tennessee Titans, uh, you know, highest ticket percentage for BetMGM at 41.7%. They are the biggest liability, but that shouldn't be a concern at this point because I do think, I do feel like that the Titans may be in a position to start tanking. Maybe that's something they should be looking into because with Ryan mm-hmm. Tannehill's uh, right ankle sprain, his high right ankle sprain, he may be out for a while. Malik <laughs> Willis, uh, when he played on Sunday, was pressured on nearly 60% of his dropbacks with four sacks. And it's something where Derrick Henry, I do think he's going to get better throughout the course of the remainder of the season. Uh, he nearly went one hundo with plus 50 rushing yards over expected. And I think he's a great trade chip once the Titans decide to, mm. to jump ship and, and do all of this. One of the markets that I think is really interesting, in addition to just betting on the Texans to win the division, is also which team will have the worst record. And right now, it looks like there are six teams that have relatively shorter odds, but the Tennessee Titans are not one of those teams. We're looking at something at 40-1, to 42-1 to one to have the worst record. Well, if they're tanking, and maybe they're really, really good at tanking, Maybe we ought to take a flyer for them to have the worst record. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, I I could see it. Okay, so I was g- going to bring up a different team in that same division. And it's some it's mm-hmm. a team that I, I was expecting the number to get adjusted, and it hasn't been adjusted. And it's a team I mentioned a few weeks ago. Now, the reason it's not adjusting is because they have three wins. They're sitting on three already. And so it's going to be tough. Like, is Carolina really going to get to three to tie or, or four to pass? But Indianapolis, we get word Richardson is probably not, not. When they say he's probably not coming back, he's not coming back. When you're going right. on the record and saying our rookie quarterback that we're building this team around, we're trying to, it might not come back. He's not coming back. So it's going to be Minshew the rest of the way. Can Indy have the worst record? 110. 110 to one. That that's what I, it's, it's something we talked about before. And I think absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I think both teams in that division with the Titans and the Colts, like, you know, it was something where, okay, pick two teams to win the AFC South. Now we can pick two AFC South teams to have the worst regular season record, Aaron. I just think with Minshew, they can actually win some games. Whereas I'm not sure that's the case with Willis and Levis for the Titans. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, that worries me more. When Willis was in, when Willis was in, it's like, you can't pass the ball. Good yeah. luck moving it through the they air. They don't have options at backup quarterback. Yeah. Like they're, right. they're, they're going to be losing games. So yeah, but with Minshew, he could keep them in game. So I, 
it's crazy to think the Titans could just fall off a cliff like this, but yeah, I guess it's something I didn't think about. It's definitely there. Whereas you've got this young Texans team and the rebuild isn't taking very long. Like they're there. They've arrived. Yeah. The, the difference with these two scenarios, and I think and Ed did a good job of laying it out is the Titans can move towards this. The Colts are not, they just paid the running back. The owner is going to want some wins. He's he's going to like we don't need to have a high draft pick because you know yeah we'll we'll get a playmaker with our next pick but we've got our guy we're not drafting another quarterback with our top pick like we did this past year so I don't think they're going to be as worried about tanking they're trying to figure out did we get the head coach and play caller right uh, they think they do but yeah I think there's going to be too much pressure to get some wins on the stretch is it dead if they win this weekend against the browns they're a short short home dog huge letdown spot for the browns like what's the number four wins can't go past four how's carol what's carolina gonna get to i mean isn't that where the handicap starts and they play carolina in three weeks it's it's three or less is the number regardless of the teams involved three or fewer is what we're looking at um probably Mm -hmm. two or one but Anything more than three, you're you're out of the mix. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we will look at the NFL awards market, MVP, Offensive Player of the Year with Christian McCaffrey's injury, and much, much more. That's right here on the BetQL Network.